welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 51, and I wanted to go a bit more into my publishing journey. So this is my publishing journey part four. And today I want to go into what's going on around structural edits. If you've never done structural edits before, these are the first set of edits that you get from your editor from the publishing house. So these are the ones where it starts to take a a high level view of what's going on with the story. It's not about looking at typos. It's not looking at sentence structure. It's very much looking at the oversight of the story, how the plot works, the characters, and making sure that it all fits together really well. So what have I learned from doing my structural edits? I've got one more read through to do, by the way. So I've finished now on doing the edits. I'm going to print the document out again, and I'm going to read through everything one more time, maybe even two more times before I send it to my editor. And you know, I've learned that I could have done some stuff to help myself. I really could have done myself some favours. First one is that there were timelines that didn't work. So I have journal entries through this book. And the days at the top of the journal entries didn't quite match. What am I saying didn't quite match? They just didn't match, folks, okay? I could have done myself a favour and checked on all my timelines. And there were also some points around consistency. And, you know, I could have checked the consistency. So this relates to, for example, when I've moved chapters around. And wouldn't it have made sense when I moved those chapters around if I'd been really, really careful to make sure that I hadn't created an issue around consistency with the story? I thought I had done that, but I think now, looking back, I could perhaps have put a bit more effort into doing that. So that's two things I could have done that would have helped myself. I'm sure as I keep going through this that I'll find other things I could have done to help myself as well. So the next thing I've learned is that there is masses to keep in your head as you're working on the structural edits. Now my, and I'm sure this is the same with other editors, my editor has used comments on the Word document. And yes, it's there for me to see in plain sight. But what I've found has been really helpful is, you know, those little uh, thin, small post-it notes, the little stickies. I've put those in where there's a point where she's saying to check that this then doesn't impact on another part of the story or to bring this in more often, introduce us to this point earlier. So I've put those little stickies into those kind of comments and that's helping me to make sure that I can go back and make sure that I've put in what she's saying. So yeah, those little stickies are really helpful. Something else I've learned, which I did pick up from J.D. Kirk when I chatted with him some episodes back now, but I actually put it into practice. So he said that it took him six books, I think it was, until he realised he could push back on suggestions that come from an editor. Now, one of the suggestions that my editor has made, I just didn't want to change it. I didn't feel as though it was necessary to change it, but also there was something important for me within the novel to keep that element in there. So I pushed back on it and I realised that I could get one of three outcomes. So one is that 
she would guide me as to why it's necessary for me to make the change. Or number two would be that we could discuss alternatives for handling that particular point. Or number three, which is what did come out as a result, is that she could agree to my position and why I was taking my position over that particular point. And she was absolutely fine about it. Yep, if that's what you want, I'm really happy for that to carry on being in there. So it is okay to push back at what your editor said. I wouldn't necessarily suggest that on every suggestion that an editor makes, but where it's just something that you're really attached to that you think is really important to the story, it's certainly worthwhile having a conversation with your editor. We actually had that conversation by email, so it wasn't an actual conversation. I explained why I felt it was necessary to keep that point in the novel, and she understood where I was coming from. So having said that the structural edits handle the high level stuff, what I've realized is that it's about understanding whether a character stays in character. Are they doing what you would expect them to do? Or are they doing something that, well, why would she say that? Why would she do that? It's also about whether an action is right to happen at this point in the novel, or whether it needs to happen earlier, or whether it needs to happen later. And I had a mixture of both of those. In terms of the staying in character, the main character was one that she questioned a couple of points around how I was changing an element of their character. And she was absolutely right. And she also noticed a point where I'd made, I'd had the character make a comment, which really wasn't very likable, wasn't very nice. And yet what I wanted to do here was create a very likable and relatable character. So that was a point that she suggested that I toned down so that it wasn't about taking the comments out, but it was about how could I make sure she stayed a likable and relatable character. So I've got that about having someone stay in character, whether an action is happening at the right moment in the story, but also whether something is working with other moments in the novel. So if you've got an action happening at one point, does it work with an action that happens at another point? Do they clash against each other? Do they work? Do they actually need to be changed so that they can work better together? And then something that struck me around the structural edits was that this is structural edits on book one. Book two could be completely different. So a bit of a a reveal in terms of what's happened so far in my editing process since I wrote the first draft. So I wrote my first draft of book one in three months. I know some people will think that's really quick. I did plot for about a month before I did the writing. I wouldn't say that I plotted in detail of every single chapter, but I certainly had a really clear uh, structure in place to know how I was going to take the story forward. So I then wrote first draft in three months and then I did an editing process over three months. So that editing process, now I'm not saying I did an edit over three months. I did about seven edits in that three month period. Some of it was about better understanding how the plot was working. Some of it was about getting to know my characters better. Some of it was about making sure that it was a story that people would actually want to read. So in a way, I did a form of a structural edit, although I didn't know at the time that's what it was, really early on in the editing process. So I did seven edits, went out querying for an agent. My agent, when she came back to me saying, so she asked for the full, and then she came back to me saying, I would like to take you on 
but I would ask that you make these changes in order for me to take you on. And I hummed and hard at first as to whether her asks were ones that I was happy with, reflected and agreed with what she was asking for and was able to respond, yes, I'm happy with that. We then did three edits together as well. So we're now on to 10 edits in total. After that, we went out on submission. We got some feedback and some requests for changes from some of the commissioning editors, most of which I didn't agree with. But one, Claire, my agent and myself, we both felt was a really important change and one that we actually had missed ourselves. And that was about bringing the backstory in at a later point to enable there to be a build-up to the point where we know why the main character behaves the way that she does. So we made that change. So now we're on to 11 edits. And then I've gone into, and I know, by the way, that this varies from novel to novel. I think there's something about what does an, an edit mean for each author. And I think for some people, it might mean very soft touch. For me, it was really heavy editing. I was really properly getting into it. I benefited, I'm sure, from having done the Jericho Writers self-edit course with Debbie Alper and Emma Darwin. It was brilliant. I learned so much. I learned a lot in that context of learning what you don't know. So I then had to go through a process of learning how I was going to use that learning But that meant that I understood the need to go quite deep on each of my edits. So when I say that I've done 11 edits before we've then gone out on submission to the commissioning editor at the publishing house that has picked me up, those are 11 really detailed edits. Well, the the last one probably was less so, but all of the others were detailed edits. Now, where I say the last one was probably less so, that's where I'm saying right up front at the beginning of this episode where I could have helped myself, I could have done myself some favours because that's where I missed some of this timeline stuff and where I missed some of the consistency because I moved two chapters entirely, the whole chapters, I moved them. That then required me to move some of the journal entries and it required me to move one other chapter But what I didn't do was a deep enough process of understanding how that changed some of the other events that were in bits of other chapters. So I think I probably could have done myself a favour doing a much deeper, more detailed edit on that 11th edit. So then when we've come to the structural changes for the publisher, now I was told right up front, there weren't going to be masses of structural edits. So I think I've got less of a structural edit than some other people have. But it's also making me wonder whether when it comes to book two, whether this will be a completely different process that I will go through with structural edits. Will I actually be required to do some of that work that I perhaps did in the 11 edits within the structural edits? Obviously, I'll not submit a first draft. So I'm expecting that I will do two or three drafts before I send it into the publishing house. They're not, by the way, I'm not signed for multiple book deal. I have a one book deal, but with first refusal on book two. So they will have to see an edited version of book two. If I send them a first draft, I have a feeling that will be a big tick in the rejection box. So I need to make sure I do myself favours around that. So I will do at least three edits, I would have thought, and possibly more before that goes into UCLAN Publishing, so that then they're seeing something that is more polished. 
But even so, I have a feeling if they pick up book two, there will still be perhaps more detailed structural edits that will be needed because we won't be having that 11 sets of edits before their eyes are on the book two. So that hopefully helps you understand a bit more of what's going on with structural edits. As I say, I've got one more read through to do, but I think I'll see if I can find time for two. I'm not a quick reader, so it does worry me if I'll manage to get two more, uh, sorry, two more read throughs done because I've only got two and a half days left to do those read throughs before I've got to get the edits back to my editor. And the reason for that is that the book is going to Frankfurt. And so obviously we've got to make sure that it's in a really good state before it's going through to Frankfurt. I have heard the stories, by the way, that the big deals that are done at Frankfurt generally were done before. So they're literally just announcing the deals at Frankfurt. So it's unlikely that I'll have big news for you straight after Frankfurt. It may well be that it still takes another two, three months before we hear anything. So this is in terms of some of the international rights so that we can uh, get translations done through the, the Frankfurt route, as opposed to being because I'm not happy. I am absolutely happy with my publisher and we'll be carrying on with the deal that we have got for the novel. So there you go. I hope that's been interesting for you on part four of my publishing journey. I don't think it'll be too long before I come back to you and tell you about the next stage. So apparently in November... I will receive my line edits, my copy edits. So I'll be able to let you know what that process is like as I'm learning on this journey. I hope it's helping you to learn with me as we go through this. So maybe it's interesting and it helps you to think about what's going to come ahead for you. But perhaps more importantly, maybe you can learn from some of the mistakes I've made of not being a bit more detailed in some of the later edits that I did before I went out on submission. Okay, I will leave you to it for now. Happy writing or happy editing. May the words flow for you and I'll see you on the next episode.